I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, We went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, Just uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, Whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even Even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now join the patreon and join uh join a great fantasy football group but more like a fantasy football family you tom brady you fat bitch i hope you cry (laughs) i do cry too jared goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants todd Gurley is a snowflake loser bitch good lord jarvis landry has a three-inch penis confirmed by multiple reports t.y hilton is a he just me over in fantasy him you know you don't have to draft me right what's happening everybody happy thursday and welcome to the dynasty war zones the fabulous big bet i am your host memphis you can find me on twitter at dwz memphis and i am not alone there is a doctor in the house he is dr kyle coming to you from the mean streets of new york city dr kyle how you feeling coming off of a little uh little winning week there you see this smile, Memphis? It's, uh, this, it's, is it's the, beautiful. this is the most it's the most genuine, fabulous big bet smile I've had in a couple of weeks. It's needed. Uh, and also, I'm a little sweaty right now. I might have been watching cops. I might have just been walking the dogs in 70-degree humid New York City in mid-October, regardless. I'm ready to talk football. I'm ready to talk Vegas. I'm ready to talk DFS. I'm ready to talk – we can talk about what we were talking about uh, pre-broadcast if you want. Travel, life – kids shitting and pissing on themselves when they're three and a half months old whatever you want well my kids are way past that your your unborn children will get you one day we were talking about a friend of yours man yeah this weather's been been uh interesting 
Here in Indiana, my wife's goal, so for, for those that don't know a lot about me, my wife, her name's Lauren, and she is very thrifty. Um, we, we, we have done very well for ourselves over the years, but um, Abraham Lincoln, she squeezes a penny so hard he thinks he's in a chokehold. She thinks, uh, he thinks that she's trying to make him tap out is how hard she squeezes a dime. And her goal every year is not to turn the heat on until November 1st and we are currently as we were recording this on Wednesday the 21st at 9 44 in the p.m. live on YouTube by the way uh, she, she has met that goal she has got 10 days to go the forecast looks promising uh, I almost made her uh, turn it on this past weekend it got pretty cold but yeah man 70 degrees it's going to be uh, some interesting football weather this weekend and uh, what else is going on? I've uh, I've got some stuff to cover, but anything you wanna you wanna break down before we jump into uh, some some quick promoting? I mean, I was just gonna be an an a hole and say yes, your kids are out of the uh, pissing and shitting on themselves phase, but college is not far away, Memphis. College is not far away. Man, it will be here before I know it. Don't remind me. Uh, I've got to get more of these fabulous big bets in, but. Uh, Let's talk about a couple of other things. Uh, first of all, the Devi show, the Devi War Zone, the, the third in the Dynasty War Zone, uh, a.k.a. the DWZ Sports Network family of podcast, is going to drop uh, this coming week. Uh, this coming Sunday, Jerry, Shane, Kane, and Josh are going to jump in, and they're looking forward to tackling some Big Ten football. Uh, ironically, all four of these gentlemen are Big Ten fans. Kane's a... A golden gopher josh is a wisconsin badger shane is a ohio state buckeye and uh, jerry's a big fan of sparty and for those of you that play dynasty or fantasy football because we know there's some crossover to do both here at the the big bet uh, they're going to break down you know guys like justin fields uh, what's going on with journey brown uh bateman the the young man from minnesota rondell moore from right here in my backyard in indiana over at purdue and so many more so many of these names that we need to know so that this time next year we can determine if they're going to impact betting lines, if they're going to impact our dynasty and redraft roster. So make sure you're subscribed to this podcast feed because you, you wouldn't want to miss out and learn more about this upcoming draft class for the NFL because we're going to be betting on that, by the way. Uh, just because the season's over does not mean the fabulous big bet will go away. We'll, uh, we'll drop down to once a month, and we'll do more of the Devi stuff. It'll kind of flip content, if you will. But we will have a lot of uh, Devi shows. But, but, but Dr. Kyle and I, Dr. Kyle, we're going to be talking about how to, how to bet this draft. Um, I think last year one of the props I remember was like number of players to go in the first round from the SEC, the number of quarterbacks, etc. You and I are going to be in here helping these people win money during the draft. I love it. I, I had a good one last year, and I didn't even have my uh, my my nose to the ground, my ear to the ground, my something to the ground. Um, definitely not something to the ground. But I I was all over Henry Ruggs as the first receiver off the board, so I managed to parlay a – I went Ruggs, Lamb, Judy, and Ruggs, Judy, Lamb. They were I believe they were both 19-1, to 1, put a little bit of money on both, and that puppy hit. We knew – I mean, I knew. I knew the Raiders, the Raiders – even with Al Davis gone, they love their speed. And did they get their speed? And I got my money. You know, I don't know if you could find any props out there on the draft yet, but just from 
what the NFL has done with wide receivers the last few years, whether it's Ben Ruggs, whether it's been Marquise Brown, who was the first wide receiver off of the board. You know, these teams are um, – the Denver Broncos took uh, – is it K.J. Hamler, speedster, in the second round, the top of the second round this year. Caught a lot of people mm-hmm. off guard. Um, if I could find someone to take my action right now on Rondale Moore from Purdue – being the first one, if I could get something like 25 to 1 or 33 to 1, because you know, there's going to be a lot of people say Jamar Chase or, that are going to say, uh, Devon Wallace. Yeah. I mean, th- there's so many. This is going to be a yeah. bananas wide receiver class. But if I could get some ridiculous odds today on Rondale Moore, man, I, I think I'd have to take it. Because from what I've gathered, um, I asked a good friend of the Dynasty Wars on Travis May. We're in a couple of leagues together and some chats, and I was like, guys, who is going to be the next in this, in this current line of wide receivers coming off the board? And trust me, guys like Shane, Kane, Travis, Jerry, these guys know college football. I'm like, who is the next clone of Hollywood Brown and Henry Ruggs? And the name that kept coming back up in my face was Rondale Moore. So if I could get some ridiculous, like you got 19 to 1 or 20, I'm going to throw a 10 spot on it. I might throw a 20 spot on it because – that's what the NFL is telling us that that they want. So I'll be interested in that. So that's the importance of the Devi show. Uh, on this week, it dropped on Wednesday the tw- uh, the twenty first. Jerry and I did. We took a few L's. It's never too early. This is the midway point of your fantasy football season. If you play in a thirteen week regular fantasy season, this week seven, it's the midpoint. So we 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 wanted to check in where where uh, we owed you guys some L's and uh, some losses. And then we also took a, took a few victory laps, and it was just a fun show. And then at the end, we've added a new segment where we're giving you one buy and one sell each, um, trying to give you tomorrow's newspaper today. And the YouTube. We're live on YouTube right now. It's 9.50 on a Wednesday night as we record this live for podcast on Thursday morning. But if you were subscribing to the Dynasty Warzone on YouTube, notifications on, you wouldn't miss this. You wouldn't miss Monday with Maddie. That's Maddie Big Chest, our uh, graphics guru, soon to be accountant and uh, all around good guy. On Tuesday, you get the good doctor here and Maddie talking about injuries. How was the injury report this week, Dr. Kyle? Uh, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt a little bit more blase as a uh, compared to you know maybe the first few weeks but we touched on uh, we touched on a little bit of everything of what was coming out of this past week and I think uh, you know I've been trying to figure out what my what my spin is going to be as far as the injury report goes going forward and uh, you know all these these skill guys all the guys who actually get fantasy points they get all the airtime uh, we had a couple big injuries to non-fantasy uh, at least if you're unless you're an IDP league Devin Bush uh, but but Devin Bush, the you know the the big middle linebacker for the Steelers is down for the year. As is uh, Taylor Luan, Lewan, uh, the left tackle, very important position for a right-handed quarterback, probably especially in a uh, a play-action type offense for the Tennessee Titans is also down for the year. So I think I'm going to throw a little bit more of that spin at everybody because I think that might be something that's missing from fantasy football, at least from my perspective right now. And you know, until the people tell me what they want, I'm going to keep uh, poking and prodding and seeing what works. Man, that is a fantastic call because that's that next level that we really want to get the Dynasty Warzone. Um, it, it always comes across as a backhanded, you know, slap to, to another show or network. That's not our thing. 
but a lot of guys do a really good job of telling you about Saquon Barkley's ACL, or they do a really good job talking about Raheem Mostert's uh, high ankle sprain. But that next level, hey, you know, the, the right guard, um, Brandon Brooks, you know, tears in, uh, an Achilles, I think it was, in, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. What's the impact on Carson Wentz? What's the impact on Miles Sanders? Uh, what's the impact on those long developing routes? Same thing with, with Tyler uh, Luan. I mean, they let Jack Conklin go in the offseason. He's now the right tackle in Cleveland. And I don't know that they do that if, you know, <laughs> hindsight's always twenty twenty. So I think that's a great niche. And I think you and Matty Big Chess do a great job with the injury report. Obviously, Wednesday night you get Jerry and myself uh, doing the Dynasty Warzone Tuesday evening for the Wednesday pod. Then Wednesday evening for the Thursday pod, you get me and the good doctor. Uh, I've got a couple of the Dynasty Happy Hour contractor shows lined up. I'm going to be recording one this Thursday um, with, a, with a guest named Patrick. And we're going to break down one of his rosters. And I'm going to stream that live on the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. But you'll only be able to get the podcast on the Dynasty Happy Hour Network of Podcast. And then you and uh, Maddie jump on sometime Friday, Saturday, Sunday with an injury follow-up. So there's always content on the YouTube, guys. You, it's And that, that's awesome. Please subscribe. Uh, the, the comments are now open to Maddie and myself and Dr. Kyle. And if uh, you want to call me a son of a bitch, I'm going to say thank you. Um, this is as long as you subscribe, I, you can call me anything you want. My, uh, I've been married. Too Don't long. call me late for dinner. Yeah, that's right. I've been married way too long for you to hurt my, uh, hurt my feelings. But again, uh, you, the, the YouTube subscribe and, uh, and, and hook us up contractor again, new podcast this weekend, uh, on the dynasty, happy hour contractor, uh, on the dynasty, happy hour podcast network, and then five-star reviews guys. Um, one of my favorite pods, Dr. Kyle, you know I like sharing some of the podcasts that I listen to outside of this. I've, I've turned you on to uh, R.J. Bell with the Dream Preview with Straight Out of Love Vegas. I've, I've turned you on to uh, uh, GM Shuffle. GM Shuffle. Um, another one that I like is The Stinking Truth with, with Mark Schlereth. Just an old school uh, offensive lineman, played with John Elway. He was with ESPN for a while. He does his own little podcast on whatever podcast network he's a part of. And I was listening to this show on Monday or Tuesday, and I noticed he's only got like 260-some-odd rating and reviews on iTunes. And I'm like, guys, we got 170 for the war zone. Can we overtake Stink? Can, can we get Mark Schlereth and the Stinkin' Truth podcast? Can we get more reviews for the war zone, for the DWZ Sports Network? I think we can. And Kyle, as you know, that is the freest way to help us. We're going to talk about some sponsors here in the body of the show in just a couple of minutes. But that is the freest, easiest way to help us. So if you're not driving a car, operating large farm equipment, or anything dangerous, hit the pause button. Go into your podcast queue and leave us a five-star. Or leave us whatever you think we deserve, to be quite honest. If it's a four-star, if you want to say that Memphis's YouTube quality of video and audio suck, I'm going to push back on the video, but I, I will agree with the audio. That's why I've got time booked with uh, Matty Big Chest to uh, help me work on my rig here at the house. But guys, we want your feedback. We want to know what you want. That's how this show came about. People told us on the Dynasty War Zone, we don't want to hear about the Vegas stuff. We don't want to hear about the Devi stuff. We want to make our Dynasty War Zone, I mean, our, excuse me, our Dynasty rosters better. And we gave that to you. So give us a rating, give us a review, 
and uh, to hook us up. But, uh, Doc, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to start talking gambling. Let's do it. We had a good week. We did. Uh, I feel like I feel like we can get rolling now. I I, I think we're, we're after six weeks, and maybe it doesn't take as long in a non-COVID season. But after six weeks, I think we're really starting to get a get a handle on this, and we're going to add a new little twist to this uh, first segment in just a second. But I want to make sure I give a shout out to our friends at Viridian Global. That is V E R I D I A N Global dot com. The official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone. We've got the Air Force Top Gun-inspired logo. That is my Twitter handle. We have the old-school military logo. We have got uh, the uh, pro-wrestling-themed DWZ logo. Just so much going on with our designs. And again, that's always a tip of the cap to Matt, our graphics guru. And Matt is starting to develop a little bit of a side hustle. You can still find this stuff on the Dynasty Warzone section of Viridian Global. Uh, Dr. Kyle, when you grew up, do you remember a certain blonde-headed, bald-ish pro wrestler wore yellow and red, you probably remember him wearing black and white, uh, named Hulk Hogan? I thought you were going to say Ronald McDonald when you said red and yellow or uh but yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yes, of course. You, 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 who doesn't? You, you I wasn't remember, even a big wrestling guy, and I knew him. Of course. You can even ask your mom, who probably never watched one match of pro wrestling. Does she know who Hulk Hogan is? Of course she does. Well, he had yeah. this very famous T-shirt. It was yellow and in red writing across the chest. What did it say, Kyle? Uh, Hulkamania. Hulkamania. That, check out the big brain on Kyle. And, and our friend Matty got creative. Uh, he, he went parody. He took a heather gray t-shirt. There's also a navy blue version. And in lion's blue font, in that classic uh, font of Hulkamania, it says Hawkamania, as in TJ Hawkinson. Maddie is a big Detroit Lions fan. Um, it's a kick-ass shirt. I, I am not doing it justice with my, uh, my, my verbal... My verbal mess here. Go to Viridian Global. Check this thing out. We're going to start doing a lot of limited edition t-shirts. It's close enough to the month of November that we're going to do an olive drab. That's green for you non-military aficionados. uh, Like the one Dr. Kyle is wearing uh, on the YouTube. But it's going to be an olive drab military green shirt. And our portion of the proceeds is going to go to a military uh, charity to help veterans that have uh, fought for the uh, the United States Armed Forces. You know, it's an original idea. A lot of the podcasts on Viridian Global are going to do this. And it's an original idea from the Dynasty War Zone that the Dynasty War Zone stole from the NFL. So we got that. We got that. Hey, man, uh, you, you always steal from the best, right? You never punch down. You, uh, you Honest, Honestly, how much original shit can there be left in the world? Like not a lot. Like somebody man. once invented the wheel. Somebody once invented sliced bread. Like I'm just trying to maybe tweak something or take something that somebody else doesn't make, put my own spin on it, or say it a little differently. And I think that's what DWZ is going to do with these shirts. Absolutely. So um, really good stuff. We've already got our December Christmas design coming up for you tight end fans. Hang in there. All right, Doc. Let Let's get to the bets. Uh, let Let's review your week first. Um, what'd you do? How'd you do? Break it down. So I had a, I mean, I tweeted, I had a great one o'clock slate. That's one o'clock on the East coast. Um, you know, to review what we talked about in the pod last week, 
my big bet. I talked Ravens Eagles over 47 and a half. It didn't look great in the first half, but if you go back and listen, and so, you know, we're going to talk about things we learned about how we, uh, that, that's the new spin, uh, things we learned. And uh, I really started thinking about like, what, what narrative makes sense for this game? And I, I really like, I picture, all right, I feel like the Ravens are going to get ahead in this game, maybe like handedly, and the Eagles will get back in it in the second half. And that's exactly what happened. I, I didn't have the uh, the cojones to put money on the Eagles covering, but 47 and a half, the Ravens scored, you know, 30. And then it was just a matter of time before the Eagles came roaring back in uh, the fourth quarter, almost to put it into overtime. I didn't see the end of that game, but they were talking about it on uh, one of RJ Bell or the GM shuffle this week about, you know, the uh, – running out of timeouts and the two point conversion and this and that. But, uh, you know, I was very happy to win my best bet. You know, you know, I'm going to uh, interrupt you real quick. That best bet was big so, bet. that big bet was so good. Your big bet was so good. They called the law. I could hear the sirens in the background. They're coming to lock you up <laughs> because you are stealing money from our friends at MyBookie.ag. Your picks have been so good. Uh, that they are calling the police. I hear the sirens. What about the rest of your week? You said you had a great one o'clock slate. Um, yeah. What 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 else came so, through for you? What what fell through? So another one that came through: Brown Steelers. I you know the the under didn't look great in the first half, but uh, it, it was funny. Like the Steelers Browns total and the Ravens Eagles total were very similar around the same time in the first half, and I was like, I was like, is it possible for me to still win both of these? And of course, I did. And I also I, I also hammered the Steelers uh, minus three, and so that obviously hit wonderfully. You know, I was on Washington plus three against the the G-Men, and I think I mean I ended up hitting Baltimore and Philly twice because when uh, it when I put the money on the uh, the big bet, it was at forty seven and a half, and then it got to forty six and a half, and I was like. I have to, if the number gets better, I feel like, and maybe this is something you can touch on Memphis with more experience, but if the number gets better, I feel like you have to address that somehow. Um, Cause the same thing happened with Pitt. I got them at minus three and a half and then they got to minus three. Uh, if we're talking losses, you know, I missed on green Bay, pick them against Tampa Bay. I missed on the Rams uh, minus three or three and a half, no, minus three against the 49ers. Uh, and then, you know, being a homer, I had to take the Cowboys getting or yeah, the Cowboys getting points at home against Arizona, even though I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't feel good about it. But I was like, I'm a Cowboys fan. Let's just throw a few bucks on the Cowboys getting points with Andy Dalton's first start. Um, do you want me to touch on my props or you want to wait on those? Uh, we, you can throw them in. I don't care. I mean, we're just talking. Right. We're, we're, so, wait, how about this? We'll, we'll, we'll give you a minute. I'll just go ahead and knock some yeah. of mine out real quick. Let's hear it. Um, my big bet, I'm now four and two, um, but we're going to talk about things that we learned. I'll go ahead and add something I learned is like, don't underestimate teams or understand completely the teams that you're betting on. So Atlanta and Minnesota, I, I should have known better that they were never going to take their foot off of the gas in this game. Uh, Minnesota did that in week one against the Packers, where even though uh, the Green Bay Packers just beat the snot out of them the entire first three quarters of the game. Did that stop Kirk Cousins and Coach Zimmer from, you know, running them out there and just run up the score? I mean, th this game was at 47. 
it was at 47 or 48 for the longest time with like six minutes to go. And this game hit over 60. All right, my lesson learned is to stay away with teams like, you know, unless you're going to go over um, with, yeah, Min with yeah. Minnesota, Atlanta, because there are some teams, Dallas tried this the other day, where, you know, they, they were trying to basically, they're down 23, and they're, they're trying to get the ball back, and Kenyon Drake hits a jailbreak, you know, running free to the house that had seven points, which I know killed some dynasty owners. So um, I'm now 4-2 and two on the big bet. Uh, after a, a good run, it's no longer just the fault of the damn Jets. It's uh, it, th this one I'm taking firmly on me. The 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 Jets win. The process was perfect. That was a bad beat on the uh, second to last play of the game. Uh, I will be better. I will continue to work at, at this. I also had. Uh, I, I think you know they often use this in DFS that like a certain player is a is a free space. You know. Um, if the Philadelphia game was on Sunday in the main slate this week, Boston Scott would be labeled the free space because he would be super cheap and, you know, he's going to get a lot of work. I thought Cleveland uh, and Pittsburgh this year, this week, I thought Pittsburgh minus three, which is where I got it, I thought that was the free space. Yeah. And I hammered my first parlay of the season. I got Detroit minus three at Jacksonville. Easy win. I parlayed those two. And why did I parlay them? Because I was taking advantage of a bonus, um, you know, 20% parlay bonus. So it ended up paying about three to one, even though. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And, and it was small. Uh, I was the originator. I actually had Washington plus three and a half. And I don't know if you were watching that game, but when they scored the game tying touchdown, I was like, please uphold your name, Riverboat Ron, and go for it. Go for this two-point conversion because it was pretty simple. If he gets it and they they win, then I win the bet. If he doesn't get it, I win the bet. But if he yeah. but but if he if he kicks the 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 extra point and they go into overtime and the Giants hit like Slayton on a deep bomb touchdown or someone gets loose, I, I could lose this outright. So when he went when he went full riverboat, Ron, uh, I was like. Thank you for being Riverboat Ron. That was the win. And then my final win on the week was uh, the, the Philadelphia line. Closing line value, man. That game early in the week was Philadelphia plus seven, plus seven and a half. Do you know what that game closed at? No, what? It was Philadelphia plus 10. I was like, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, how many Super Bowl winning teams in the last five years? So the teams that have won the Super Bowl in the last half decade, how many times has that team been a double-digit underdog? And I was just like, man, I know they're banged up, but I was impressed with, with Philadelphia with the win outright in San Francisco. I was impressed with the way they hung in there with the Steelers. And really, to me, this was more about how closely I have the Steelers and the Ravens ranked. And, uh, you know, if the Steelers didn't beat them by 10, I didn't think Baltimore would beat them by 10. Uh, my, my two losses were the big bet, of course. Big bet was one of my two. And then my one player prop. Uh, I took James Conner over three and a half total receptions. I was getting 190 plus 190, so I was getting paid out. Yeah. It was a $5 bet, and I was getting paid out like 950. I didn't bet a mm -hmm. bunch. Um, I wanted a player prop to talk about for the podcast. I didn't see a bunch I liked. Uh, so I took this one because of the fact that Cleveland has given up a lot of receptions to the running back. I'm kind of off that one for a while. Some of that's been in garbage time. 
So um, that was my one. It was one of my two losses. I lost my big bet. I lost my cheapy little player prop on the season. I am now 22, 16 and one. That's about 58 percent. And as they jokingly say in Vegas, that's a that's enough to get you a mansion in the yacht if you can hit that well consistently. What what were your what were your player props of the week? And what did you learn? So, so okay, so you know, I learned uh, from my my experience was like coming up with the narrative, like what makes sense, like how where because Vegas has their own narrative as to how this over under comes about, how the spread comes about, how it moves. You know, they talk about like. I'll, I will continuously refer to RJ Bell and the GM Shuffle. Like those, those guys are great. They know their stuff. Like they, they know it better than I know it. So if you want what we talk about in more depth and, you know, we're, we're here to help you understand the process. Uh, but the, the narrative, the story behind the numbers. So for me, as far as like my victories, that's, uh, that was the, the learning point. Um, and then maybe if I'm talking about my losses, you know, like taking Dallas plus one, yes, it was a homer pick for sure. But like, you know, to, to think that this this team was going to just rally around Dak going down for the season, even though their O-line still stinks. And, you know, maybe they can rally around Andy Dalton. Like it was just like too many unknowns. Like football is such a sport of so many moving parts that – the the games that you can hone in on that have like the fewer moving parts i think i think those are the ones you need to focus on at least that's where my thought process is right now like there's definitely some games this week like i don't know how to feel about green bay right now cuz i thought they were definitely the better team than tampa bay especially coming off of bye you know tampa bay had big rest you know they talk about the heat in tampa bay i don't know if that's a, a true variable to account for statistically um, but then come come to find out, you know, Matt LaFleur and Ann Rogers both in the, the post-game uh, press conference talked about how the Green Bay practices, like like they both admitted that the practices two weeks were, were they were not on point. And so um, so I'm trying to figure out like was was last week the anomaly for Green Bay from a a, a down point? Was it also an anomaly from Tampa Bay as far as a high point? Is is Tampa Bay really that good? Um, so, you know, maybe I need to start figuring out like, you know, these guys, the GM shuffle guys, the, the, the dream preview guys, they have their power rankings. It usually comes down to like the quarterback, the coaches, they have a couple other statistics they like. Um, so those are just things I really am starting to think about. And then, you know, some of like one of the more obvious ones is, you know, the, that, that green Bay, Tampa Bay pick game, like green Bay was the away team the Rams, you know, giving three in San Francisco, you know, it's not a, not a big trip, but again, you know, they're not home. Um, I learned that lesson in my, my, my Cardinals going into Carolina, uh, big bet a few weeks ago. Like we both, I think I both underestimated where Carolina might be at that point. And then also a team traveling from the West coast to the East coast. So if you're looking at the games this week, San Francisco's traveling to New England. Uh, I don't know if I want to touch San Francisco yet and New England after coming. Ah, wait, uh, quick aside. The one survivor league I'm in, I was like, oh, I'm taking the Patriots this week. Bill Belichick coming off of a bye week against Drew Locke, who has how many goddamn starts in his career? I thought that was, you know, no pun intended, the goddamn Drew Locke of the week. And it wasn't, and I'm like, 
Okay, where are we with the Patriots? So again, these uh, it's a weird season, I think, aside from COVID or maybe because of COVID. I don't know. Um, I'm a scientist by by trade, by um, by education. So these are all the things I'm trying to process. I know that was a bit of a, a ramble, but I think there's a couple key takeaway points. So let's hear yours, Memphis. Yeah. First of all, don't uh, don't don't take the under on these teams that just want to score for the sake of scoring. You get some coaches, you know, and, and that's knowing your team. That's knowing your head coach. The uh, the coaches that will just like pack it in. You know, let's get this game over with. Let's get on the bus and go home. Versus the guys that just want to play for every last yard and every last down. And if you're a fantasy player, you know the ones I'm talking about. You know, that's the Doug Marones in Jacksonville. That's uh, Really, it's typically your bad coaches. You don't ever see Bill Belichick-led teams doing that. You know, if he gets his ass whipped, he just pretty much gets his ass whipped, and he just, you know, on to Cincinnati. But these, yeah. it, it's like these coaches think that if they fight hard all the way till the end, it's going to mean that they're not going to get fired. Guys, you're going right. to get – Doug Marone's getting fired whether or not, you know, he, he gets an extra 25 yards – in the last 60 seconds of a football game. So that, that was the big one that, that I took. But enough looking in the rearview mirror. Let's, let's look ahead, man. Let's move into our second segment. That's our uh, week seven likes and big bets. And it's brought to you by mybookie.ag. Now, if you had followed us last week, you took our sponsor's money. Um, you just go over there. There's a, there's a hyperlink in the show notes of this show. Uh, I will have Matt uh, attach that hyperlink to the YouTube video as well and all the uh, YouTube videos going forward for your ease of use. That way, all you got to do is click the link. Uh, the promo code DWZ Memphis is already at the sign up and they will match you dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. And it's been a great platform. We get all of our lines and totals and everything that we use here on the show from mybookie.ag. And it can be interesting to get set up, but uh, I've got an ace up your sleeve. His name is Dr. Kyle. If you slide in those DMs, and it, it can be more than a mybookie.ag question, but, but you slide in on Twitter over at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. If you're watching live on YouTube or on Twitter, uh, you can see uh, his Twitter handle. Slide in. Uh, I know you helped a couple of our uh, our friends get this dialed in. Is that right? Oh, for sure. I don't remember who. I it was, remember it was it was J a... JC for sure because he reached out to me first, and I was like, uh, I, I live in a state with legal betting. I had no issues. So if you're needing help with the hookup, holler at your boy, Doctor Kyle. He can uh, he can help you with, with all of that. Does that sound like yeah, a reasonable yeah, yeah. way of uh, putting that? Yeah, that's just uh, I'm I'm winking here. All right, uh, real yeah. Hard, but... you, you are great for the live audience on YouTube and uh, Twitter, <laughs> but you are the drizzling shits for the uh, the podcast uh, audience. So that's at d w z underscore the word doctor d o c t o r p t at d w z underscore doctor p t, and he can help you out if you have anything, uh, any issues or questions with mybookie.ag, official odds provider of the Dynasty War Zones, the fabulous big bet. All right, Dr. Kyle, let's talk about a game that you like. Is there a game that you like maybe you haven't bet yet, but you're, you're keeping an eyeball on? So I actually did bet it, and it 
you know, as the weeks progress, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the lines more and more. And I know there's, I know there's ways to see the trends um, without having to track them yourself. So maybe you can touch on it at some point, but I believe I looked at the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are at the Tennessee Titans this week. And when I looked at that line, either this morning or yesterday, the Steelers were giving two points. Um, and I was thinking about that one. I logged on my computer or, you know, whatever, you know, I fingerprinted my computer because it's 2020. Uh, and that line changed to Steelers getting one point. And I immediately was like, Steelers injury report, like what could be going on here? I know like Devin Bush's torn ACL isn't new news. Uh, what else could be going on? I mean, Big Ben and Juju set out practice, but it's Wednesday. Deontay Johnson's back. There is a guard back. Uh, I, I just, I like, like, I think the Steelers are a better team. Mike Tomlin's a better coach. I think Big Ben is a, a better, uh, I, I think he's a better leader of his team. Ryan Tannehill is a better fantasy quarterback at this point. But I think if, uh, you know, everything put together, I, I would rather have Big Ben as my Super Bowl quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. Um, and definitely Mike Tomlin over Mike Rabel. And I also think, like we talked about earlier, it's interesting that the the two big non-fantasy player injuries this week, we talked about one was a Pittsburgh Steeler in Devin Bush, and the other is Taylor Lewan, the left tackle of the Titans. I think that left tackle injury is going to be significantly more hampering to what the Titans do on offense than what Devin Bush brings to the Steelers defense. I think Pittsburgh still is going to be able to handle Derrick Henry on the ground. And if they, similar to how they handled the Browns last week, I think if they can get a lead in this game, that they will be able to uh, sort of, you know, keep Tennessee's head underwater a bit. And for, for those reasons, I you know, if you can find Steelers getting points, I think that is uh, money, unless there's something I'm missing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pulling that up right now. Uh, according to mybookie.ag, promo code DWZ Memphis, as of right this second at 10.18 p.m. Wednesday, the 21st, Pittsburgh is plus one point. The number that I'm really interested in is the over-under. Now, I've not bet this. This is a, an impromptu like or, or lean in this game. Uh, I like mm-hmm. that over 50 and a half, depending on the weather. I, would, I have not, because that's one thing I, I do look at. I, I, I you know, uh, I use the old handy-dandy iPhone, and I look, you know, future cast at the weather. If the weather is going to be anything but other than, like, super wet and rainy, like you saw in Buffalo on Tuesday, I think I like yeah. the over. You know, we just saw the uh, the everyone who plays the Titans, the Titans defense is terrible. It's hot trash. Yeah. I mean, they, they give up points in bunches. I mean, think about the Minnesota game. Think about the Jacksonville game. Think about the, the game last week to Houston. They give up points in bunches, and Mr. Pittsburgh can score points. Got, got that for you right there. And if Pittsburgh is missing a key defensive piece like Devin Bush, and let's be honest, t- Tennessee seems like they can score with anybody. This 50 and a, 50.5, 50 and a half, not, you know, 55, but 50.5, that feels low. That feels low. I just watched Philadelphia put up 31 on on the, the Steelers at home. Um, you know, Cleveland, I, I think this is really more of like a recency bias type thing with Pittsburgh just beating the dog shit out of what was a pretty good Browns team at four and one, 
Uh, I think I'm mm-hmm. liking this over, and I think I might be hitting the bet button. Uh, so if I'm not paying super bits of attention to you during your next like, that it, it's not a sign of disrespect. <laughs> it's a it's a response, a sign of respect for hey, for the action. You, you gotta follow the numbers when you like them, right? Absolutely. And my first official like that I had on the show sheet was Carolina plus seven and a half uh, against the New Orleans Saints. This game is in New Orleans, but here's the thing, you know, in the in in the, in the two games, uh, excuse me, let's see here, they are loss, loss, win, 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 loss. So they're three and three, but in their three losses, I thought they were three and two. I thought they had a buy. They're they're three and three, and with the exception of the Buccaneers game, they have not lost by seven yet. They lost to four at home to Oakland, first game of the season. They lost this past weekend to the four and one now five and one Bears by seven, and they had a shot. They had the ball in the, the the final quarter with an attempt to tie it, and then that Buccaneer score is a little misleading because that was the game where Leonard Fournette had the breakaway run at the end of the game, or th- they lose that game by seven, and so yeah. so so it's a little misleading. Um, Michael Thomas popped up on the injury report today with a hamstring, which he had not, not had before, not that they've had him. I, and there's no crowd in New Orleans. And one of the biggest home field advantages in the NFL is New Orleans. I, I took I, – this is one I've already bet, actually. Um, I got Carolina plus 7.5 on mybookie.ag. I'm like, if they're going to okay. lose – I'm like, if they're going to lose, they're going to lose by 7. I mean, I see this game being somewhere like 24-27, 21-24, maybe, maybe 21-28. But I got that hook on my side. I got seven and a half. So that's my first official like on top of my impromptu like of the over in the Tennessee-Pittsburgh game. What say you, Dr. Kyle? What do you think about my uh, my Carolina plus seven and a half? And then what's your other like? I like the Carolina plus seven and a half. I didn't know that they were that close in all of their games. Uh, so I'm going to keep an eye on that one myself. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about that game because it might be coming up in the future as we chat. But my next like is the over-under. So I'm, I'm, I'm dabbling in the over-under these days, as we talked about last week. The uh, Chargers-Jags over-under is 49. Um, the Chargers – hold on, let me pull out my numbers. Or, oh, I, for starters, the Chargers are coming off a bye. I can help you with this one because this you, is my big bet. The over is my big bet. That's what happens when you don't read uh, the show sheet, but that's fine. Um, we, we, this is this is great. This, I, this, this, that's this, why this I is don't great. read it because I want this to happen. Yeah, perfect. Because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do your handicap, and then I'm gonna do an impromptu uh, on my big bet. Then go ahead. So why do you like the over here? So the Chargers are coming off a bye. Justin Herbert, rookie quarterback, is getting the most first team reps he's had ever. And Keenan Allen will be healthy. He's showed rapport with Mike Williams. Uh, it doesn't matter who is playing running back for them. But the Chargers in their past, uh, let's see, they scored 27 against the Saints. They scored 31 against the Buccaneers. Only 16 against the Panthers. Um, and then uh, Jack, but, but Jacksonville's defense, I think, is potentially one of the worst in the league. So I just see this this game being much more it, it's going to be either chargers get out to a lead and the jaguars get some sort of second half points to help cover the over 
uh, or it's going to be a bit of a shootout. I don't see anything but points scored in this game. Well, and you you mentioned some of the things from my handicap uh, as well. So this is my official big bet. Uh, I'll go back to my other game that I liked here in a second. So before I get into this, I wanted to make the Cleveland at Cincinnati game over 50 and a half points. I wanted to make it my official big bet over. But as of now, mm-hmm. there's currently some rain projected in Cincinnati. Um, you know, Cincinnati likes to play fast. Cleveland likes to play slow. You know, the Baker's rib things. There were some things, but I was like looking at that. I was like, man, the last time these two teams played, they scored 60-something. And I don't know, but but I did. I pivoted to the Jags and the L.A. Chargers over. I had it at 49, so it could have fluctuated a little bit. But the Jags have given up. An, I got to. The Jags have given up an average of 30 points in every game. Every game. Um, they only gave up 20 to the Colts, but when you average out the six games, the last five, They've all been like 33, 34 plus. And that defense is atrocious. Um, they give up the most uh, opponents' yards per play. So if you're looking at some DFS goodness, this is a great place to start. I had a uh, young man named DeAndre Swift against the Jags last week. Um, if you're looking for a cheap flyer, a bonus DFS play, uh, it might be a great week to play, play Mike Williams. Uh, maybe a long bombs in the future. Kenny Galladay had a couple of those last week. But, again, the Jags are giving up 30 points a game. And in the last two, you, you mentioned it, they scored 27 and 31. And think about this. Just, just let this resonate for a second. Not only from Justin Herbert, the quarterback in fantasy, but from a gambling standpoint, the Chargers went to Tampa Bay just like the Green Bay Packers. Right, Dr. Kyle? Right. And, the, and if I remember correctly, the Green Bay Packers scored 10 points against that defense. Is that correct? That's correct. The Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers. Coming off a bye, is that correct? Coming off a bye. That's like two two weeks or so. Young Justin Herbert and the, and the boys in the, uh, in the powder blue here from the uh, L.A. formerly San Diego Superchargers rolled in there, and they hung 31 on that team. And quite honestly, if they didn't have a terrible – nice guy but terrible head coach and Anthony Lynn – they probably win that game. So they went into Tampa Bay. They put up 31. They went into the New Orleans Superdome and scored 27 against, uh, again, uh, no home field advantage, but that's Drew Brees and the Saints on Monday night, and they're pretty damn tough on Monday night. So uh, th- this team has shown the ability to score, and the Jags have shown the ability to give it up. So I, th- I think the Chargers can cover more than their end, and the Jags themselves are scoring an average of 21 points a game. And they've done that against a couple of decent defenses, including Indianapolis, who we didn't realize it after week one, but has gone on to be one of the tougher yards per play defenses mm-hmm. in all the NFL. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think this can be a bit of a shootout. This is one of those teams, if you go back and watch the Detroit and Jacksonville game last week, what's Jacksonville doing? Down to the last minute. They're going to fight and claw and scratch Ironically, they're t- they're 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 cat based, but they're, they're jaguars. But but they will fight and claw and scratch for every single point possible. And because of that, I've got to like the over. And it's in the dome in the new SoFi Dome in LA, so I don't have to worry about rain or weather like you might get in Jacksonville. So for all those reasons, Doctor Kyle, that is also my big bet. Jacksonville at the Chargers over 49 and then uh, one other one I had and this is for my buddy Jim and I just I just realized we're actually streaming live on Periscope on Twitter 
and not on YouTube on this particular episode. Whoops. Anyway, you can find it. You can you can find it somewhere. Uh, it was going to be Detroit at Atlanta over fifty five and a half. Man, that feels like a like a shit pile of points. But I think these two teams could certainly certainly make that happen. I mean, does Atlanta feel like the team that's going to fight for every last touchdown? Hell, they were up. They were up like eight or twelve or whatever against uh against the Vikings the other day, Minnesota, and, yeah. they, and they hit them again with the Hayden Hurst touchdown. I'm like, all right. Hell with it! You've you've already shot my over to hell. At least I got Hayden Hurst on some best ball lineups. Fuck it, knock knock yourselves out. But th- these are two good offenses, suspect defenses, and uh, n- not a great week to play DeAndre Swift in DFS. But because Atlanta's actually pretty good against the rust, but they are absolutely horrible, 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 horrible against the pass. And for those reasons, I will be talking a little bit about guys uh, in uh, Honolulu Blue, as my man Jerry uh, says. I believe you owe us a big bet, sir. I do. And so you already brought up the Saints and Panthers, so I'm intrigued because the numbers you threw out there would uh, oppose or be a bit contrarian to where I'm going. But for me, the Saints-Panthers over under, I'm going over 51 as my big bet this week. Um, I I think Michael Thomas is going to play. I think Drew Brees coming off of a bye, I think we're going to see his arm as good as it will be ever again. I think after this week, it's just going to be, he's just going to get a day older every day until he rides off into the sunset. No, no wait a minute. You're a I, doctor. It, we're all getting a day older every day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but, and uh, I'm a bit facetious there as I forget if they, they joked about that in, uh, it was either the GM shuffle or one of, you know, one of RJ Bell's podcasts where it's like, we talk about guys like, okay, he's 26 and then he's 27, but actually he's, you know, 26 and 156 days. And then he's 26 and 157 days. And I think as you get older, those days mean more, especially the day after Sunday, like you play on Sunday, you get hit. I I, I almost went Ricky Bobby on you. I almost went Ricky Bobby. I'm like, you know, it is true. He is getting older. (laughs) But with modern medicine and his income, I mean, he might chronologically be like 30, 32, 33 years old. You know, he's he's made a tremendous amount of money, but I, I like it. Um, I will tell you this. So we, we reference these guys a lot. We'll try to do less of that in the future. But uh, they're forcing Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of basically the World Series of sports betting, uh, they're doing like this side contest thing where they're forcing him to bet seven NFL sides a week. And it's incredibly difficult. This guy's one of the five biggest bettors in in the game today. And he finds it incredibly difficult. But these guys are telling us that betting unders and overs is the way to go. So so I like it. Um, Was that your big bet or do you have like a bonus big bet on top of your big bet? No, that's my big bet. I mean, that's in the Saints Dome. Uh, I think the Panthers are getting Christian McCaffrey back this week. The Saints defense has given up points. Let's say I got it here. The Saints have given up 27 to the Chargers, 29 to the Lions, uh, 37 to the Packers, 34 to the Raiders. There's no reason the Jaguars can't put up, you know, call it call it 24, 25, the, the, the Panthers. 26, 27 points. The, the other big cat, the Panthers. You said yeah, Jaguars. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Panthers, Jaguars, Stripes, Spots, Leopards, whatever. Meow. Um <laughs> I, I just and, and then the Saints coming off a bye. 
I think they're, you know, if, if Michael Thomas plays, I just, I see the Saints scoring 30 points easily. Uh, and you see, so you, I see the Saints scoring 30 points easily. You see the Panthers covering easily. If you see both of those things, you got to bet the over. Because it, it I like easily it. adds up to, to 51 or more. All right, so here we go. My likes, um, Detroit at Atlanta over 55.5. I have already bet Carolina plus 7.5 at New Orleans. My big bet, Jackson at the Chargers over 49. Doctor, quick recap. What do you got? I got Steelers plus 1 at Tennessee. That's a like. I've already put money on it, though. I've got Chargers-Jags over 49 as a like. Already put money on it. And then the Saints – uh home against the panthers over 51 that's my big bet four and two hoping for five and two all right we'll do a better job like every week we, we talk about bets that we make that we don't uh i'll do a better job of posting my bets in real time as i make them so if you want to get down in action with me you certainly can just yeah, let's do it. we'll just you know do a better job because i tweet them out after the fact but i was looking at this weekend i was like that's not doing anybody any good great hey you won money what about me dickhead you know, it'd be, it'd be helpful if you put these out before the game started. So I'll do a better job if I if I pick up another bet or two along the way or if I make uh, my other bet official, we'll put it out there for you. All right. Uh, this Love third, the, the DFS segment is brought to you by our friends at hatebrandgoods.com. This is my f- uh, favorite athletic apparel brand. Whether whether you're, it's apparently, you're, it's apparently your dog's favorite favorite workout brand. Uh, whether you're, you know, into the gym or working out, or you just want to stand out and, and look good and show out, man, go, go to hate brand. That's the H V I I I.com. They have the world famous goat shorts. Um, we've got Dr. Kyle hooked up with a pair. He has got the, uh, the, the, the pink floral as well as he recently picked up the black topographical map. You missed out on the, uh, on the floral AF, he he is not mooning us. He is not going full Randy Moss on the video. He is showing you the logo. He is squatting. Thank God he's got that cheek out of the video. And he is showing you the hate brand goods. Um, I'm not going to do that because I would fall off this bar stool. But, dude, they make killer stuff. Uh, they have the best joggers out there. I'm actually wearing my gray ones right now. And check them out. Go over to thehviii.com. Check it out, man. Um, it, it's a unique brand. I'm working on getting Matt, the owner, to uh, do a bonus podcast with me um, so you can know what he's all about. Because when you hear him talk and uh, you, you, you get into what he's about, it makes supporting the brand that much more rad. So there you go. Use promo code MEMPHIS at checkout. Save yourself a little bit of money. And if you spend over 100 bucks, you'll get free shipping and you'll save by using the promo code MEMPHIS at checkout. All right, Dr. Kyle, I'm ready to talk about the week that was in DFS. How'd you do? Uh, so from a strictly financial perspective, uh, actually, I don't know, outside of my, my friend's tournament, I don't know if I actually got to any, but I had some, I had some good takes. I didn't have a great roster that put it all together. Uh, so I'll just get to, you know, my good takes, uh, you know, my big, my big rant last week was, was finding, finding your Chase Claypool because Chase Claypool was a winner the week before. And I talked about Keelan Cole. And if you snuck Keelan Cole into your lineup last week, you did damn good. Uh, all, all other things aside, because for his price and his return, I think that was like a three to one or four to one 
return on your investment points per dollar. Um, no, I was on DeAndre Swift last week. Again, my tight end, I, uh, you'll see it when I talk this upcoming week. I'm, I'm going chalk with tight end going forward, I think. I think uh, I, even if the Chiefs are on by, I might be just putting Travis Kelsey in there and hoping he just ends up on another roster for the week. Um, but, you know, Aaron Jones, like I thought, you know, Vita Vea going down in Tampa Bay and I was on the Packers. That was a bit of a bust. Uh, Fitzpatrick did all right. Montgomery, yeah. David, Montgomery. McLaurin was meh. Washington defense was mad. It was a it was a big mad week for me. So, you know, I'm so that was that was a DraftKings week. I think I'm switching over to FanDuel for the next few weeks. Not not for any other reason other than to have a little bit of continuity with you and just uh, change it up and see what happens. But let's hear about uh, Mr. Min Cash. What's he got to say? Mr. Min Cash is back, baby. I entered in the Millie Maker, and uh, man, it was. I was so close to having the, the code. I was like so close to getting to where there was real, real big money to be made. So last week I hit on Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, and Calvin Ridley. Um, those guys smashed. Though, yeah, that man, that, that was what carried me to my to my min cash. Uh, I was meh on TJ Hawkinson. He didn't kill me because he had the touchdown. It was like two for seventeen right. and a touchdown. And I was you know okay with James Robinson. He didn't do great. I think he had like 13 and a half PPR points. Uh, and then you mentioned Aaron Jones. I, I had him as well. Didn't kill me. Uh, he had the touchdown, the one touchdown for the the Packers. But outside of that, man, it was just kind of, you know, th- those guys were meh. And then I missed big time on my Big Ben and Juju stack. I really missed mostly on the, on the Juju stack. Um, Juju was poo-poo. And he crapped all over my roster because had I picked a different combination of QB, because, you know, I like that stack. And originally it wasn't part of the Millie Maker on FanDuel. It wasn't part of their uh, of, of their slate because it was a Monday night game. I really wanted to, to do the Kyler DeAndre Hopkins stack. I ended up going with Ben. Um, I've got to do a better job with my DFS of making sure that, I don't need my quarterback to always be Lamar or Kyler with a running standpoint, but like to have a Josh Allen component to their rushing game. Uh, that's going to be part of it. Although this week's stack uh, does not have a, a ton of that. So um, I am going back to the, the, the stacking well. I am going to stack Matthew Stafford and TJ Hawkinson. Man, TJ Hawkinson is just such a reasonably priced tight end. He's got as much touchdown as anybody, and Atlanta is dead last against the, the QB position for fantasy points. And I, I think we're really due for that one big ba-boom game with Matthew Stafford and, and, and Calvin Ridley, and excuse me, not Calvin Ridley, um, Kenny Galladay. I do have Calvin Ridley in this lineup, and what I do – um, I don't have some DFS genius or computer algorithm. I, I, I do this um, based on over-unders. This is a Vegas-based show. And the three biggest over-unders on the board this week are Atlanta, Detroit, um, Seattle, and Arizona. And um, oh, uh, I'm, draw- I'm drawing a blank. There, there, there's a third one that are all 55-plus. The Saints and uh, – the Saints and 
No, it's not that one. But but Panthers. Yeah, it's not that one. But but that's the way. That's the way. My Packers, mind. Texans. Packers, Texans. Thank you, yeah. Packers, Texans. That 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 is it. Those are the teams that I'm looking to to get in action on, or I'm trying to play previous you know trends. Who's given up the most wide receiver one weeks on the season? Dallas Cowboys. Which team is dejected and throwing coaches under the bus right now? It's the Dallas Cowboys. So, of course, I got my man Terry McLaren in there. And then I needed a real dirt cheap option to uh, to round this roster out. Um, wh- why not Deontay Johnson? You know, it's not going to be Chase Claypool every week. You know, defenses are going to start queuing in on him a little bit more. So, I've got Deontay Johnson in my lineup. And then in my flex, it's, it's Kareem Hunt. I mean, we saw what him and Nick Chubb did to Cincinnati last time. And there's no Nick Chubb this time. So I had to do him, and then my my defense, it's a little sneaky. They weren't as cheap as I thought they were going to be, Dr. Kyle. I went with the Washington football team. They get after it. Did you? Now, no, no Chandler Jones for Arizona Cardinals, right? And they were still in Andy Dalton's Cheerios every single play. Every one of those uh, offensive linemen were backups. Not one starter, once Zach Martin went down, was a starter. And now you're going to face Ryan Kerrigan. You're going to face the Predator, Chase Young. Um, the Allen dude who went to Alabama. That front seven is vicious. So Dallas had been a play, Dallas had been a play-on team. You know, a team that you always want to do. If, if you're putting C.D. Lamb or Cooper or, or even Gallup in there, I, I think you're throwing money away. Now, if Dak was in there, I, I would even be trepidatious with Dak because this is games outside. It's in Washington. I'm not sure what the weather's going to be. And I'm scared to death. And I could easily see a strip sack fumble return for a touchdown. And I only found three or four teams averaging more FanDuel points per game than Washington. So it was a nice little cheap play on defense that uh, – I'm going to piggyback what I saw off Monday, short week for Dallas, traveling to the East Coast from from Texas against a vicious front seven. So those are uh, some of the things. And that game's a pick em. Pick em. I'm not betting it, but I just wanted to bring that oh. up. Yeah, it's a pick em. So they're playing. They, they could be – well, I believe if Washington wins, they will take first place with two divi- – their two wins would be two division wins. And I could tell you that I think I'm getting a better head coach in uh, Riverboat Ron. So I didn't want to segue this into a, uh, a, a conversation on the game, but that's part of the reason why people tune in. So Dr. Kyle's over here kicking over the, uh, the, the, the hard seltzer cans, and uh, he's going to give us some of his DFS plays because he's been drinking. Uh, don't even get me started. I uh... – one of my close buddies who I did an internship with when I was in uh, PT school, he, he's my, he's my, uh, my, my, my coping mechanism as a Cowboys fan, as fellow Cowboys fan. And we were messaging today about, I was like, Oh my God, where did we get to where the Cowboys are pick them against Washington? And I don't even, I, and I, I'm not touching it. It's like, I'm not touching Cowboys pick them on the road against Washington. If it was at home, pick them. Yeah. Okay. I'd consider it, but we digress. Uh, and that being said to, to see where I'm at from a strictly analysis standpoint, I've done one fan duel roster so far, Washington football team. They were, they were my defense last week. I, I picked them up in a, you know, dynasty and redraft leagues. 
Uh, they did all right, uh, but I just think, yeah, where, where this Cowboys offensive line is, where this team's headspace is at, I I don't know what it's going to take for them to turn around. I wish, you know, I wish they could see like, hey, yeah, things have been bad, but you're still leading the division. You're still in control of your destiny to make the playoffs. But anyway, I digress. My, my lineup, um, so I already alluded to Chalk tight end, Travis Kelsey. Just give me that. I'm not trying to guess if it's going to be a Janu week, if it's a Hawkinson week, whatever. Just give me Travis Kelsey. He's going to get his six to eight targets. He's going to get targeted in the red zone, uh, whether it's one touchdown, two touchdowns, seven touchdowns. Uh, just give me the greatest tight end we've seen since Grock in his prime. Um, and then from there, I, I was looking at quarterback and – I don't know his price, but unless I could pull that up very quick, I can't. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm on the over in the Saints-Panthers game. I think Teddy Bridgewater is good enough where he can, you know, I, I think if we see his touchdown over under at one and a half, maybe I take the over there. Um, and then from there, I, again, I was on, so I had to, had to get a piece of the Atlanta-Detroit game. That's where I went Calvin Ridley. You already alluded to Mike Williams. Mike Williams is my second wide receiver. Uh, and then I went Stefan Diggs, who has been an absolute beast with Josh Allen at the helm. And then as far as running backs go, I know you alluded to Atlanta being a bit stout against the run. Uh, I still went DeAndre Swift. I think he's catching a bit fire. And he his his usage is very strong in the passing game right now. Um, and then I see a big rebound week from Aaron Jones against the Houston defense that has given up lots of yards. They gave up a lot of rushing yards to the Ravens. They just gave up a lot of rushing yards to uh, Derrick Henry last week. So I think we see uh, a good bit of revenge game from Aaron Jones this week. And then my flex, I went, uh, you know, I, I only had so much money left at this point and I want Jalen Guyton. I know I have two receivers from the Chargers, but Guyton has been a a downfield weapon for Justin Herbert, who has shown the arm strength. He's shown the accuracy with the arm strength. You know, if if I'm going back, maybe I do a stack uh, between Herbert and Guyton or Herbert and Williams, and then maybe tinker with some things there. Um, but, yeah, so I got Bridgewater, Swift, Jones, Ridley, Williams, Diggs, Kelsey, Guyton and the football team as my uh, my starting point for my DFS this week. Well, we, we have a lot of the, the same stuff, but we, we intentionally do not sit down and hammer a lot of this out beforehand because just uh, – just We don't makes, want collusion. It, it, it makes, for, makes, for better, uh, makes for better radio. I didn't find a good player prop bet that I liked on Thursday Night Football – um, didn't find a lot of them out there. Um, that's been the hardest thing. So I will tweet this out. Yeah. I did. I did tweet out the James the, the James Connor. Now I didn't do a good job of tweeting out my bets that I was making. And if you took the James Connor one, hopefully like me, you went dirt cheap. You went the five dollar holler, and uh, kept it simple. I will tweet out anything that I bet and any player props. You have any player props before we take this thing home? Uh, so so I don't have any player props yet. Um, you know, they're not out on my bookie yet. I'll, I'll look tomorrow for, 
Eagles, Giants. I might not be touching that one because I'm still not sure where those teams are. But but last week, uh, you know, my my L there was I had three and a half receptions. I took the over for LaVisca Chenault. He had three receptions in the first half on, I think, three or four targets, and he finished with three receptions on seven targets. So that was – I felt like the process was right, knowing that Chark was a bit dinged up and he's been slowly getting more involved. Um, and then, you know, this – I stole this from one of the podcasts we've already talked about. The over-under in the Packers-Tampa Bay game was uh, – I would say it was probably around 55 or 56, which alludes to um, eight, eight touchdowns. And so it's not a player prop, but it was over or under five and a half touchdowns in the game. And I was like, okay. So if they're thinking that 56 points are going to be scored and the over under on the touchdowns is, uh, you know, five and a half, which would be 35 to 42 points worth of touchdowns. That's that smells like an easy over. And I took that and that was, uh, you know, not a big smash, but it won. Um, so that's a, that's a that's something to think about going forward is like look at the Vegas lines and then uh, I think Memphis talked about this last week like look at the Vegas lines and look at the player props that you know what lines up but what what doesn't quite line up and then find the narrative there to to figure out what what looks best for the week. You uh, you said a mouthful there, but we're coming off a very successful week. We got you a min cash in DFS. We won you some cash with our bets and if you want to help us out man head over rate review and subscribe to the podcast feed and then don't forget to support us on youtube you know just go over to youtube the dynasty war zone and you know click notifications on subscribe and boom we're in there uh support those that support us mybookie.ag and hate brand goods and to get access to that all you got to do is go to the show notes of the show that you're listening on the podcast version if you're on the youtube version you will have to go into uh, the podcast player or just go directly to the websites mybookie.ag then when you go to open up that account use promo code dwz memphis and you'll have to enter that in and then at the hate brand that's the hviii.com again hyperlink in the podcast show notes i'll have maddie uh, hyperlink that to the YouTube as well to make it easier for you. Uh, one-stop shopping. You can clicky-clicky and get all the stuff you need to support those that support us. Same thing with the rating and review. Um, that goes a long way. And speaking of going a long way, we've went long enough. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out. And remember, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back here next week for a week eight preview. Thanks on behalf of Dr. Kyle. Talk to you soon, guys. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name's Zach Camps. Uh, if I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. 
they're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat.